0: Business, Business Bros. Bros.
1: What up ladies and gentlemen? Doncie yeah, is yeah. here, host of the Business Bros podcast where we are helping you take control of your branding, your marketing, all via the power of podcasting where you so so that you can create wealth today and generational wealth <laughs> for tomorrow. Almost forgot my other part.
2: Along with my co-host, the insurance bro, James C.S. with Pipeline Insurance, where we empower licensed professionals to effectively add insurance to their existing businesses. Boy, oh boy, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Business Bros Pod. We are excited on this beautiful Monday, a little bit rainy, but lovely nonetheless. And we have, as always, another rock and roll, ready to go, awesome episode with an awesome guest for you today. Check this out. Throughout her life, our guest today has always been the go-to person for answers. Her curiosity led her to learn more than she could have ever imagined. And if she wasn't sure of the answer, she researched it until she did. She took this idea of being a valuable resource for others, paired with her entrepreneurial experience, and turned it into a consulting business founded on efficiency, determination, and a whole lot of coffee. And then one moment changed it all. As amazing as this, uh, as this amazing guest consulting business grew alongside her agency, the never ending to do list followed behind it. She was able to semi manage it all until one moment completely changed the way she was spending her time. After becoming the caretaker to her husband and losing him to cancer, the value of time became even more precious to our guest today. From that day forward, she set out to save other entrepreneurs from wasting their time so that we can focus on what truly matters. We're so excited to have on the Business Bros pod today from AskEV.com. Thanks, askEvon.com for not being available at the time. Be sure to find her on YouTube. And please, welcome to the show, Yvonne Hyman. Heyman? Hyman? I hope I got the name. All right. It's, yeah, it's all got We have you. the German version,
3: we have the American version, it's all good.
2: Totally yes, should have asked you that, that before the show.
3: That is a pretty <laughs> fancy intro. I'm gonna have to steal that from you. That was nice.
2: Yeah, you know, by all means go right ahead. I got it from somewhere. <laughs> think I got it from Evie.com.
3: <laughs> Mine was not written that well. You you tweaked a couple nice things in there. Like, yeah. I, I did.
2: I, I I did tweak it just a little bit just so that it would, you know, flow right. But um, welcome to the show, Yvonne, Evie. It's so great to have you. Thanks for joining us today.
3: Thanks for having me. And I heard you guys were just nerding out behind the scenes on actually things that I like doing.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. It, you I'm know, a it's funny. a systems guy. Yeah, this, this, is a, this is one of those, I feel, conversations where James is going to dive in quite a bit because uh, he is the big systems guy. I'm the one who says, we're going to do it this way. And he looks at me like, you are freaking nuts. I just finished this one thing and now you want to change it all? What is wrong <laughs> with you, dude? Yep. That's his, that's his personality type. That's our, huh? that's our relationship. That's how it works.
2: Totally hey, we're going to do And I'm like, okay, let me put the system together and the program together and figure out how to do it. And then you're like, okay, we're going to do it this way instead. And I'm like, dude.
3: (laughs) You just kind of find the in between. It's it's good having somebody on the opposite bouncing off because he's going to come up with the crazy ideas and you then make sure it runs smooth. So you don't want to get stuck in your systems either. I'm like, there is such a thing as over planning, not getting anything done. But that finding that balance between you two. I I think you are you're complimenting each other pretty well.
1: I hope so. I've known him for but like right. 36 years, 37 years, something like that. Shh,
2: don't age me, man. Come on now. Promise <laughs> you.
1: For the last ten.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like Evie said, shh come on man. All right,
1: Evie, so tell me a little <laughs> bit, tell me a little bit about yourself. I had the uh honor of meeting you in person uh we met at the fuck up nights and you were one of the speakers there got to share some of the uh, intimacies of of what it was like for you um coming over here and and starting from scratch and struggling uh share with the share with the audience a little bit about that
3: so i think we didn't even have that in the bio intro so i am german which you caught on the last name um and i moved to the states in 2007 literally just with a dog and two suitcases that was it and it's it's interesting it still is to this day because I don't have family here I have chosen family I have friends and everything but it is a little bit weird of not being able to say hey I'm getting sick you need to feed me now and take care of me especially being single so that's that's interesting that's different but it's also just like anything else I'm like everybody is always like oh my god you moved into a different country how wow so it's (laughs) like moving from Sacramento to San Diego that can be more stressful than moving into another country so it's it's just like all of us we have our ups we have our downs and I love it here I'm like especially now finally in San Diego leaving Sacramento behind and being down here experiencing my first earthquake
1: in San Francisco
3: in San Diego.
1: The oh, last we had, the last like, one? What,
3: a week ago or something like that. The I didn't even one.
1: feel it. Yeah, I didn't feel I it. I thought it, was, it
3: was a strong wind and then people are like, hey, that was an earthquake. I'm like, oh, so that's how that feels.
2: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so that's what that okay. was. Not biggie. I
3: was like, and you make me come over there. I'm like, yeah, you're going to survive. It's fine.
2: (laughs) You'll be all right.
3: (laughs) So yeah, with, with all of that, um, came to the States, met Pete started with a whole social media and web design initially. And I had always planned on building a business that I don't have to be involved with. Um, coming from Germany over there, you have a social safety net, you have retirement to some form, There is some kind of a fallback. Coming to the States, I knew I wouldn't have that. So from the beginning on, I was always planning on the standard words that you hear everywhere, residual income, passive income, all of those things, and started working on that. And then he got the diagnosis and suddenly everything just went out the front door Um, I handed off clients to associates of mine that took care of them because I couldn't, I couldn't tell them if it's, is it going to get done in a day, in in two weeks, in a month when, and you can't do that to people. Mm -hmm. So I handed them off. We were lucky enough that we didn't need to pay rent, um, the town rallied together. So I was able to take care of him without having to make money. Luckily, because what I had built at that point was not able to sustain us there was it took care of some bills, and that was about it and then after that is really when i ramped all of this up i was looking after he passed and i'm at my new place lost the house no health uh, no life insurance no nothing i literally started over from zero again um i was looking at everything i had and the companies we had and i'm like hmm. first of all I'm doing web design and you come in actually leaving, getting full on coaching and consulting. We need to change that.
1: Mm.
3: And that's when Ask Evie really started to evolve to what it is now. And then figuring out with, with my German background, I see systems where other people just see chaos. I literally look at a business and I tickle things out of people. And I'm like, yeah, but that, and you do this multiple, Why? Right? Why aren't we doing this as a template? Why isn't that automated? I see all of those things. And then realizing that not everybody sees that the way I do. And that's where, where everything came up. And due to my past, that's where the passion is, where I'm like, especially in a time like right now, where I'm like, this is what I'm talking about. This is exactly those moments that I'm trying to prepare my clients for that a business can sustain something like that, that we do have money in the savings account, that a business can run and has multiple avenues of income so that when this dries up, this is still there, all of the things.
1: So right now, like literally before we were on the show, James and I were talking about doing certain things, like our lease is going to be up on our building where we have uh, our, our staff in uh, July. Right. And so literally like we, he, he just told me, cause he's, he's actually running the show now, like almost 100%. Uh, he literally just said, yeah, I'm not going to renew the lease. And this is one of those things that I think there's going to be a lot of people who are going through what they're going through right now and finding some efficiencies in remote production. Like they're still able to do what they need to do without having the overhead of having, you know, of, of of building and, and electricity, air conditioning, all that stuff. Um, What, what type of, what type of advice are you giving people right now that are, okay, one was advanced, right? Like things we should prepare for, but now we're in it. Like, what could we be doing now to, to be moving forward?
3: there's a multi-pronged approach to that. So I have, I'm connected to a lot of social media people and web design people and all of those. And with that, I have seen all of it from people that are getting way more busy to people that completely lost all of it. There is no one shoe fits all in the situation right now. If you are in the midst of it and you don't have a business left, it comes down to surviving, taking jobs, getting money in the door, educating yourself on the SBA loans, on the PPP loans. It's just putting out the fire right now. Let's be honest. If, mm-hmm. if you were that far down and you got that beat up in the situation, which a lot of people have, who expected the whole world to shut down, right? Yeah, and Like nobody expects that. Um, if you are in that situation, it comes down to just take care of your mind, do your morning routines, do the gratitude journaling. I know it all sounds fluffy and woo woo, but it actually does work. Walk and get a job. Even if it's just a part-time job, believe me, there is still jobs out there, especially in the digital space. If it's um, a go up which is a scheduler that is looking for new support team or tech people. Um, Astra, who is a theme developer for WordPress, they are looking for influencer and video people that can create content for them. If it's TubeBuddy who is looking for new people, there are jobs out there. You just got to be willing to say, you know what? I'm not giving up on my business. I'm just moving ahead. I'm doing something right now to get my feet back on the ground and do it. The ones in between, cut down. Cut down wherever you can. Cut down on buildings. Cut down on people if it has to be go from hourly rather than to a monthly retainer and really go to a point where you can put money aside. There usually is always savings there. We want to make sure that the one in the medium that are like a little bit and losing some clientele and not losing some clientele that those stay stable. So don't go forward like you have tried to cut down on expenses And now is the time to also expand your knowledge. There is so much free resources out there right now because of the time we are in, there is courses from, from Mars. There is all kinds of digital courses, marketing courses, skill courses, certification, so many vastly reduced or even free. Now is the time to do those extra steps. And Having a good day. Start with your processes. Start now. Looking where where do things work? Where do they not work? Figure out how you can make them work and write those down. Get those implemented into a project management. Maybe even automate them. Make it simpler and streamline the stuff so that when the floodgates open again, you are ready to take on more clients than you could before.
1: That's exactly what James is doing. Same thing with, same, same thing with I'm doing. Like one of the biggest things that I'm pushing right now is you should be starting your own podcast. Marketing and branding is something that is going to bring clientele in the door. And right now you're short of clientele coming in the door because you got to cut expenses. You, most people are digging into that marketing budget and they're like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not buying that right now. I'm not spending that right now. I'm cutting back on my ad spend, but you still need to have a way to generate leads, generate clientele. And so I'm telling people, you need to have your own podcast. It's the only way that you can continue to put content in front of your clients, in front of your circle of influence on a regular basis. You take a long form piece of content like what we're doing right now, and we could chop it up into smaller pieces. And now we have something for Instagram and I have something for YouTube and I have something for Twitter and I have something that I can continue to put out so that my sphere sees me on a regular basis. And when they have issues or they need my product or service, I'm still top of mind. I'm afraid that there's going to be people in this space that are going to zone out. They're going to watch Netflix all day. They're going to, whatever that's going to happen. And when it's time to get back to work and they need help with something, they completely forgot about you. They have no that, idea that you even exist.
3: That is, that is one of the biggest mistakes people do. And coming from the marketing background, I've seen it over and over and over again. The moment money gets tied, the first thing people do is cut out literally stop marketing don't cut it down do less still keep your ads running on a lower budget but keep them running you need to stay in front of people as you just said i'm like we are like squirrel every single second it's like i i was supposed to look something up and add something into my shopping cart because who wants to go out grocery shopping right I got sidetracked by whatever notification Facebook just popped up. You need to stay in front of people because they're going to remember the person they saw last. Mm -hmm. That's why do not stop your ad budget, cut it down, make it slower. Don't stop it. Do your podcast. You just talked my love language repurposing. Oh my God. Everything for me starts with the video. I'm like my home base right now is a YouTube channel. That's where it starts. That video uh, gets repurposed and transcribed into a blog post. You then pull out little tidbits for a social media post. You do an audiogram just with the audio. You pull out the audio and you just throw it up as a quote old style podcast without the video just to listen to it. You can grab little snippets and make little square videos that just tease 15, 13, 60 seconds on Instagram that feeds it back. You show people you actually know what the heck you're talking about. And even more important, you build a relationship with them. Mm -hmm. Sorry, everybody knows how systems work or SOPs. You know how many people are out there that know how to build a website, how to do social media marketing, how to do a podcast. The only reason they are buying from me is because they know me, because they know I'm a no BS person. They're going to get a straight up answer. And I do curse once in a while. So if you have kids at home, you better not listen to my YouTube channel.
1: (laughs) But that's the thing is, is you've built that relationship on your YouTube channel. You've, you've gotten to know people or better yet, they've gotten to know you because of the content that you're putting out there. You're giving little bits of information. You're sharing what you're doing. You're giving them the knowledge that they need to achieve a certain goal. And when they need more help, they're going to ask Evie. And that's, that's, the biggest, that's the biggest thing that you can do right now. And I think that's one of those misconceptions that people are missing. I was, I was literally giving somebody advice on Facebook. They were, you know, they messaged me and they're like, you know, I'm, I'm having a hard time right now. I'm struggling to get, you know, more landscape clients. And I was like, you know what you should be doing right now is you should be creating videos on, on do-it-yourself. Yep. And and look, this is how you lay the saw down. This is how you create. You know, you put your bricks out. This, do all these DIYs. Don't be fearful that these people are going to go out and do it themselves. They might try at first, but they'll realize real quick that is not the work that I want to do. And that client that you've given that information to, so they know exactly what to expect when they get ready to do that work who are they going to hit up? They're going to call you and get that done. Maybe they want to get their backyard done because they know that their kids need a place to play right now. And you've shown them that this is something that's a good opportunity. That's not very expensive to get done. They're going to call you, show people, give people the value upfront and they will call you. They will work with you because they know, like, and trust you. And that's, that to me is, is you taking control of your branding, you taking control of your marketing, And you might not have the dollars to do as much ad spend, but you have the time. We're all stuck in quarantine. You definitely have the time to sit behind here and talk to more people and and create the content. And that's, that's the other thing, by the way, the relationship doesn't have to be one way where they just watch you and get to know you. You can interview people you can talk, there's people who are craving human connection right now because they can't go out and and socialize. You can still connect with them. And as you build those relationships, those people are going to send you referral business. Those people might work with you. Those people are going to be maybe a friend. Maybe they become, you know, I don't know, they baptize your kid or something later down the road. You never know who you're going to meet if you go out and, and try to
2: meet new people.
3: And the thing with that to me is I have met so many people that are like, but I don't want to teach them. I want them to hire me. And I'm like, you don't want the people that actually implement your how to's because they value keeping their money more than spending that time, Mm -hmm. which means they're always going to penny pinch you. They're always going to downplay the value that you have to them. DIY is always going to DIY. Educate them and make them talk about you. That's the only you're going to get out of a real DIYer. But if you position yourself right, if you repurpose your stuff right and you stay in front of people, throw the extra effort in to get it onto your blog so Google can actually run through your written content and put you again, even more in front of people, you're going to have that prong approach of multiple things where People have seen you. They know your face. They've heard you. They know, what you, they, they know that you know what you're talking about. You have the DIYer send people over to you because you fixed a problem for them through a YouTube video or a podcast because you explain to them how this works. And suddenly you have this machinery of people talking about you. When I came, to, fun story, when I came to San Diego... I went to Pet Flynn's downtown meetup, didn't know anybody, had a couple people in San Diego, but in that meeting, I didn't know anybody. And I sit down, I do my intro because we knew we'd get to do the first intro. And suddenly I have a girl next to me start squealing and is like, oh my God, I watch your YouTube videos. (laughs) Next to this, just being a VIP moment, I'm like, oh, I'm actually somebody on YouTube. By now, we are some of the best friends here in San Diego. She's becoming a client of mine next week. We have a whole bunch of collaborations going on. I have met other people through her. And it's that. Don't play this content game as a short game. It's not a, I have a $50 course, buy it now, cheap sell. Your content plan is a long haul plan. I've been on YouTube now for how long? I don't even know. We are focusing finally on it since January really consistently and doing the thing. It's a long game. You're not going to jump with somebody in the bed on the first night and then keep dating them for the next five years. Sorry, Mm -hmm. that doesn't happen. If you were going for the long haul, you're going to wait till the fifth day to ask her home, right? Mm -hmm. Content is the same thing. You need to go for the long haul. You need to build that relationship because chances are, whatever we offer, everybody else offers. You are the only single piece that's different in there. How you approach that problem, how you solve that problem and how you talk to people. But that's what you need to show. But Evie,
1: I got to make money like yesterday. That's the problem that a lot of people run into is, okay, I understand branding is a long play. I understand that I got to keep marketing and putting dollars out, but I have a mortgage to pay. I have to put food on the table. I have to, you know, my money problems are, you know, I don't need it today. I need it yesterday. How can I be, you know, what, what, what can I be doing to grow my business? But if, but if at the same time I got bills to pay.
3: That is always a rough one, especially when we get hit with something like this. It's who do you have in your circles right now? What, what is an easy way to amplify your message? Um, either way, going into a bracket where people have more money. So look, look at your circle of friends. Who is around you? Who is there that might be able to get you into a higher paying circle? That has connections to people where the web design is not just 250 bucks, but actually 1250. Is there somebody that can get you up in a higher bracket? That's one of the things connecting with them, asking for help, literally just ask for help.
1: I think too many people are very proud at that point. Like I'm I'm struggling, I'm drowning, I'm drowning, I'm sinking, I'm drowning, but never willing to say I need help.
3: I, not everybody is going to like me with this comment. I'm sorry. You need to put your pride aside. I'm, I'm a person where I'm like, you know what, if I can't pay my bills and I'm going to have to go clean toilets, it just, It's just is what it is. You're, you're not going to get far if you are like, but I am, I am the perfect person and I got everything under control. We all have issues right now. We are all struggling. And if you, cannot switch your mind and stick in the, this is how it should be. You always going to have issues. We need to let go of that ego. Don't get me wrong. I, I am a non-recovering perfectionist. It is really difficult for me to just say, I screwed up. This didn't work. But right now we need to, and people want to help. They really want to help. I'm in multiple groups. I'm in multiple Facebook chats where friend of mine lost her complete business because it was focused on event marketing. Mm. All gone. I'm like, we've all seen events just be canceled left and right. Which means everybody down the road from those events loses everything.
1: All the vendors all the way through.
3: Yeah. She's like, I'm done. My business is closed. Didn't take 10 minutes. Here's a potential job. Here's a job opening. Here's a potential client. Everybody wants to help. You just need to get past your ego and say, shit hit the fan. I need to make this happen. Who can help me?
1: This is a shift game, a nice little pivot too, because, you know, a lot of these people have developed email marketing lists or email list client databases, and there is a lot of value in that database and the relationships that you've built. We keep pushing this so much with the insurance company that 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 we own. James is talking about effectively adding insurance into your into your business. That is huge. We got mortgage professionals out there that right now they're like, yes, there's so much business coming my way. Blah 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 as banks tighten things up and it gets more and more difficult, they're going to start to struggle. And and we keep telling them right now, ahead of time, right now is when you need to be talking to that, that client every single refi and you need to be sending it our direction because we're going to get you in a position where we're going to get you an insurance license and you're going to still continue to do mortgages. But those clients that you have that stay on your books, now we're going to add a secondary revenue source. Yep. There is value in your book of business. Huge value. If you just you know, quit and dry up and, and walk away. Like you are, you're throwing away one of the most valuable assets you have in your business, which is your clientele. They already know, like, and trust you. They will do business with you. It doesn't always have to be just that one thing that you're doing, that one event business and it's over. I mean, I, I know, I know a couple people that are, well, one in particular in the catering business. And when all this went down, catering stopped, but he turned around, reached out to his clientele, and is like, "Hey, I need help surviving. I'm gonna put together these packages, mm-hmm. and every Friday, if you guys, you know, would love to support me, I'm still have the same quality food. I'm gonna be out here, you know." And he got overwhelming love and support.
2: Fish yep. Tacos, exactly. <laughs> Fish tacos, and it's,
3: it's been fun for me watching all the restaurants because the, when the when the first wave hit, it was the oh my god, we're gonna close down. And then just watching them pivot and change their approach. Curbside pickup, delivery, um, people that are just get selling grocery boxes because I don't want to, seriously, I don't want to go in a grocery store right now. Oh, hails to the no. Dealing with 50 people in there? No, not going to happen. So watching those restaurants, um, watching... I just saw who was that there was an alcohol company that is helping bartenders by coming, they're getting shifts. So bartenders submit certain, submit their own recipes using that specific alcohol. I think it was a vodka or something. And if they get hired for that shift, they get 350 bucks. It's look around. There is always a solution. One thing with us being entrepreneurs and everything that I would strongly recommend, recommend against that came up in a different show. Don't rebrand. Don't completely change everything. Don't become the plumber. That's suddenly the it guy. You are going to confuse people. People know you for a certain thing. Web designer. Everything is closed up. I don't know. Nobody needs websites right now. What do I do? you start offering social media, you start offering graphic design, do something that fits still into your business and is an add on service. The problem that results out of completely switching everything right now is people remember you for who you are and what you've done and what you've advertised for the last how many ever years. Now saying you're doing something completely different, It took my people over a year to remember that we are slowing down on the agency and making that more a boutique website, social media thingy, and calling me as the coach and for the systems. It takes time to get people to adjust. And you don't want to confuse people right now. Find add-on, find different ways, find connections, find collaborations. Right now I'm head deep into putting together finally a course that's been on the making for the last six months and it was always pushed out. You know, we got tomorrow. We can do that tomorrow. Lovely you got time now. It's a summit course. How do you put on a virtual summit? Everybody wants to put on summits. There is no one-stop shop solution for everything from beginning to end. And I'm literally spending every day putting everything together right now to get that out there. Do it now. There is so many things you've been playing around with that probably are valid right now. And if you cannot come up with an idea, I challenge you, go schedule a coffee chat with me, 20 minutes, and I promise you, you leave with at least five ideas of how you can pivot your business.
1: Yeah, it's, it's funny how, uh, and, and here's- That's here's, a guarantee. That's a guarantee. I like it. <laughs> and, and and you know that's one of my things too i'll listen to your to your story and i'm like i got you you could probably do this you could probably do this you could probably do this but i'm fortunate i got the systems guy right here in my corner like i can go with a lot of ideas the implementation is always going to be the most difficult part yeah. and and for for those of you who are out there uh, especially now scheduling and having yourself on a specific time frame where from this time to this time i'm doing this is vitally important because you can have a great idea and you lack the time to execute to put the, the pieces in place because you could easy, like I said, I mean, Netflix is pretty abundant. I, I, I am forbidding myself from ever even watching another show right now because I just finished the third season of Ozark and, and I would spend an entire Sunday, you know, watching this stupid show, which it wasn't stupid. It was a good show, but watching the show and that Sunday time is time I can never get back right now.
3: You know Yeah, what I mean? but you want to also find the balance. It's like watching social media right now, you got you got that side of hustle, 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 and you got the side of I'm supposed to take care of myself. You need to find the balance in between, which is not easy.
2: I'm like, don't even get Yeah, this. I was about to say, like, we had this conversation. You cannot beat yourself up for taking a Sunday off, just like I can't beat myself up for choosing to relax one night out of the week or two nights out of the week. I'll give
1: you this. It wasn't so much.
0: Okay. It wasn't
1: so much
2: a punish.
1: It wasn't so much a punish. It was, it's like anything else I do. I started it. I had to finish it. And whether or not that show was amazing or it wasn't that great, I had to finish it. And that was problem is now like it could have been a show that I could stop at any time it wasn't like that great of a thing but I had to finish it so that's why I'm forbidding myself from starting another like I'll watch a movie because it starts and it ends right <laughs> I'm forbidding myself from watching another show because then stupid Netflix will give me four seasons
2: and there I go <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> I love it I love that's it. where and
3: I'm I'm the same way I what did I just finish I just watched three seasons of something this weekend and i had the same kind of like oh my god i could have done this much but you know what i needed that i was not productive last week it was one of those uh, kind of weeks we all know those i'm like Mm -hmm. you're not completely tired and 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 burned out but you are also not productive and really just taking this weekend and be like i'm not even turning on my laptop I'm going to go take the dog for a walk. I'm going to do my yoga. I'm going to binge watch whatever I'm binge watching and I'm not going to leave the bed. Leave me alone. I needed those two days to start kicking ass today again. So yeah. the mm-hmm. the only thing that you can do is be honest to yourself. Just like you have to be with your lawyer. Don't lie to yourself. Don't say I'm so tired. I should watch this whole season right now. That's not going to help you. Um, realizing, okay, if I watch a whole season and there's another season, I'm watching another one. I appreciate you being honest with yourself and be like, you know what? I'm not starting another show because I know I'm going to watch it all. I'm going to watch a movie. Mm -hmm. It's, it's all data points. It's all trial and error. I've been working for three years on my morning routine. It's still not perfect, but I start over without blaming myself. And I know when I feel better and when I feel worse, you just gotta be honest to yourself. Collect those data points. What's working? What's not working? And adjusting.
1: Yeah, I I agree with you because uh, after after I finished that show, I felt so accomplished.
3: <laughs> no, that's I, so easy. I came to, to my really whiteboard.
1: Yeah, I came to my whiteboard and I was like, okay, I'm completing my week sheet for this week. <laughs> and I mapped out everything I needed to do for this week. And and you're right. Monday came and like I'm kicking ass on Monday again. So yeah. you 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 you're you're right. You're right. I just, that's why I can't start another show. I have to, it has to be a movie. It 100% has to be a movie. The next- I'm
3: still waiting. I'm like, I'm, um, I got a fire stick. So I'm fire, team fire stick. And they finally should put some kind of a child proof in there, whatever, where it gives you the maximum time. Like you can do on your phone, where Mm. Facebook maximum half an hour, an hour a day. We need that on those damn streaming devices.
1: Yeah. Well, they're not helping when, when it says next episode. You don't have to do anything. It just plays the next one. Okay. <laughs> might as well watch the next one. <laughs> oh, they, know good they know what they they're doing. Do. They know what they're doing. Oh, yeah, they
3: do.
1: do. All right, they Yvonne. Always do. Real quick uh, let people know how they get a hold of you. What's the best way to get a hold of you? <laughs>
3: If you look for ask e v you're pretty much gonna find me anywhere. The easiest way is really ask evie.com. that's a s k y v i dot com social media is linked there there's a content for contact form there's a button to quick um connect for coffee chat It's all right there
2: I like two quick coffee. shout outs before anything else um Marissa Callie says hi e v happy to okay. see you here. And uh, Robert Garcia says, Oh my God, I love her. We had pizza a while back and she's so freaking smart.
1: Dr. Rob, oh, Rob
2: dude. Um, Dr. Rob. Yep. All, All right. Evie. I love I love make him. sure that, uh, you, you, know, those, uh, those are your big fans that are watching today.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, he's she,
0: somebody.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I can't wait till, uh, this whole COVID thing lifts. Cause you were really cool to hang out with. Uh, and you know, I'm sure everybody's going to have a massive party when this is over.
3: Heck yeah.
1: So I, I like I like this meme I saw. It was like two dog pictures, right? It's like, can't wait for COVID to, get, uh, to, to be over. And then the dog looks all sad. It's like, I don't have anywhere to go.
3: No, <laughs> so even my dog gets still crazy now. I'm like, on Saturday, he was a pain in the butt. He wanted to get out and he was anxious and he just wanted to move. I'm like, dude, it's like, what, how
1: there's nowhere to go (laughs) nowhere to go
3: (laughs) i want to go out too i feel your pain but not
1: right now stuck you're stuck all right ladies and gents evie thanks for being on the show again really appreciate you taking the time to hop on here
0: thanks for having me
1: ladies and gents have a great productive monday that's all we got for you guys
0: today
2: peace bye-bye and we're out
0: thank you for listening to the business bros podcast are you interested in being on the show are you looking to sell your home